The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. Well, you straight up broke me down, honey. I couldn't resist it anymore. I dove in, and now I'm addicted to it. What you addicted to? Talk to me, because I stay putting you onto different things. You do. And actually, I feel, I'm going to be honest, a little bullied. You shamed me because I had never seen an entire season. But yes, now I am fully addicted to 90 Day Fiance. How have I not watched this? We need applause. Come on. Come on, Carolina. (laughs) This has been like my guilty obsession or addiction for years now. I'm so happy we can... Finally talk about it together. This is something that I totally have missed the boat on. And now that I'm all in, I'm like, how do I go back and watch the previous relationships and everything that went down? Because this shit is crazy. It's insane, Carolina, in so many different ways. Like we could break this down in sections. Like this could be an episode that could be two hours long. We're not going to make it two hours long, but. Where do you, where would you like to start? Because I'm pretty sure you have questions and I've watched like 10 seasons. So I'm pretty sure I have tons of answers. Well, first of all, I don't want anyone who hasn't seen 90 Day Fiance to turn this off because trust me, by the end of this episode, you are going to want to watch this because I was not a believer. I swear to you, I resisted. I protested. She would text me and say, did you watch? And I said, no, honey, I got shit to do. And then she would be like, girl, you're missing out. And she would begin to tell me the stories and I had no idea what she was talking about. I'm over here talking about people. She don't even know who who No Neck Ed is, guys. Come on. Now I know who he is and he looks like a hedgehog. So this is what is so exciting to me because I never realized that this is real life, that this is really happening. I think I previously thought the premise. So if if you don't mind, honey, can you just kind of break down the premise of 90 Day Fiance for those people who have never watched an episode and then we're gonna dive into it. Well, 90 Day Fiance is a show about 
Americans dating people from other countries. And, you know, the show is broken down in different sections. It's like before the 90 days where we get to see what happens, you know, before they come to America. That's like courting, you know, dating. The Americans travel to the other countries and try to see, you know, if this is something they want to explore. Then we have 90 Day Fiance, which is when they bring their fiance to the United States. And then you have 90 Days Happily Ever After, which is after whoever decides they're going to get married gets married and they stay here in America and we get, and they've branched off to like so many different spin-offs of these shows but primarily it's about you bringing a person from another country to America to try them out for 90 days and see if you want to marry them before their 90-day K-1 visa expires. Well, you know what it is? If you try to break it down, it's exhaustive. It is an animal. You're trying to pick up and you feel like you're 10 seasons in, I'm never going to get it. You watch one episode, you will catch right up. You know you exactly won't get that what. Shit right away. So the thing that I I feel like is very um, dominant in these relationships is that somebody that's American begins chatting with somebody that's in another country, and they fall for that person. There's a lot of money that is spent, a lot of time, a lot of effort, and in these relationships. Some of them are very successful. We've even seen some people have families, they have babies, they they get married. It's a beautiful thing. But some of them are major scammers. And that's where I feel like people need to take caution whenever entering into these relationships. Like, look, who am I to tell you that you can't find love overseas? I don't know. I never did it. But I would think you would be a little bit more cautious to enter into a relationship when you can't see that person day in and day out. It For me, 90 Day Fiance almost feels like you're on a vacation. This is not real life because you're only seeing this person for a limited amount of time throughout the relationship. But it's a little bit hard, Carolina, because it, it's like a lot of the people that they get in other countries are living in poverty. So just off the rip, off of just being a kind human, you're going to end up getting scammed. Because let's say some of, I've seen some of the girls living in, I guess, I saw a girl in Brazil. And listen, she don't even need to be promising to give me ass and I'm going to send her money. So I can understand. <laughs> She's that hot. She is that. No, she that broke. <laughs> that broke too. <laughs> but you know what? Pero siempre tienen, siempre tienen dinero para, para hacer los labios, para, para comprar nuevas tetas, to do the Brazilian butt lift. Like, how do they find this money? They might be scamming multiple people. Well, yeah. One of the last seasons that I, that I saw, there was, um, she was from Panama. I, I, why did her name escape me? And she was gorgeous. I'm talking hair, body, tetas, everything. She was on point. Jasmine did not need a penny. That woman looked like she was ready for a pageant. Jasmine had glam. Jasmine in the, the Panama had glam. And that's where I'm just like, oh, wh- who's the sucker? I'm out here working like a dog. This girl had a hairstylist that she would go to all the time. She had colored eye contacts. Her lips were done. Her boobies were done. Everything was done. And oh, yeah. Who, who, the guy that she was dating, mi gringo bonito. She was like, ¿Dónde está mi gringo bonito? Where she would even convince this guy to share his location with her so that she could have tabs on him all the time. I just look at these relationships and I'm like, these are so messed up. I don't know how anybody wouldn't run the other way when somebody says to them, I don't trust you. You need to share your location with me if you want to be in a relationship. 
Carolina. And and you know what? That's happening with, with Pat and Thais. Are you watching this season? Girl, you got me all in. I am you, hook, line, and sinker. I wish I would bring a man, let's say, from Nicaragua. And this man to tell me I got to give him my location. Like, are you crazy, boy? If you don't sit your ass down and shut up, I'm not giving you no damn location. You lucky you here with me. Because at the end of the day, you have to financially provide. You have to drive them around. They don't have driver's licenses. They can't get jobs. And then you going to be coming out your face and asking me for my location? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Hell to the no. Are you team Pat or are you team Thais? I feel bad for Pat. Like, I feel like I feel like Pat is being bullied. Every other every other moment, it's like, well, I'll go back to Brazil. I wish a motherfucker would. I'd be like, bring your stupid ass back to Brazil. <laughs> Don't be threatening oh me in my God. damn house. This man bought her a beautiful house. He has a Tesla, brand new iPhone, ropas nueva. Don't get me wrong. She is gorgeous, but I'm not going to be under pressure of every day you're going to leave it out. I don't do what you want. You're already starting the relationship wrong. But is she gorgeous? Because the more that I watch her, I find her to be, she's becoming more unattractive. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself. That's because you probably don't like her like that. Well, I think that Pat, this guy, this is, if you guys aren't watching, you got to watch this. So this guy, like Honey said, hardworking guy, just moved them into a beautiful house in Dallas. His brother lives with them. He had a messed up family relationship. He's a pain in the ass, the brother. But the brother is speaking truth and he's looking out for his little brother. And that's what I really respect about that. But this girl, Thais, she's about to marry this guy. She hasn't even told her father that she's getting married. There are just so many deceptive things in these relationships. And that's the reason why I feel like red flag. Hello. That's what the brother said. If this woman isn't telling her dad, something's up here. This is not a relationship that is being based on honesty and, you know, love and, and trust. So I I think that when you look at people who date overseas now, I'll, I'll be honest, I've had nannies in the past who, have maintained relationships, but these were people who were back home in their own country. Even then, I wouldn't recommend it. Long distance relationships are so difficult and you don't know what that other person is doing, but you shouldn't be in a relationship with somebody that you can't trust. I don't know. Can you ever fully trust anybody, Carolina? Because I don't know. I feel like you have to. People, all they need is, all they need is one hour to cheat. You, you don't need to be far away to cheat. Girl, I could go with you to yoga and my man could be like, all right, time to skirt, skirt. I'm about to cheat. I guess. I guess. But, you know, I I feel like this whole premise, there's something that about us as humans that we love to watch a train wreck. And for me, these relationships are a train wreck. So, you know, Pat and Thais, I think that this girl, she's young. He's he's pee whipped. Definitely. Like I do. And I think that she's using that to her advantage in order to manipulate him to get what she wants. There is a lot of manipulation going on this season because can we talk about Miona and Jibri? Jibri? That's how you say his. Oh, oh, is this a Serbian couple? Yes. Yes. The girl from Serbia with Miona. She is manipulative if I've ever seen somebody. She got this man by the balls. By the balls, okay? And he's from South Dakota, guys, okay? So this guy... She's so cute, though. God bless him. He thinks... it. So this guy, I guess he's in a group. They went and they toured in Europe. And this is where I feel like, again, you get enamored with the life. They were on tour. She was with this guy. He was a, you know... tiny celebrity I wouldn't even call him a celebrity you know but she was enamored with the lifestyle and they ended up maintaining the relationship 
he tells her, oh, we're going to live in LA. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And she comes out and she moves to South Dakota, you guys. This poor guy got a red carpet. He rolled out the red carpet in the South Dakota airport. There weren't more than four people in that airport. And she came out like, you brought me here for this? Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 dollars off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 dollars off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. She is not with the shits. She want to go to L.A. She want to be a Kardashian. She not trying to be in South Dakota with the Cowboys. And his mom is me. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to tell y'all there's a lot of red flags going on in this relationship. But him, I want—I don't want him to be in this relationship. I feel like he has so much potential. He can go to LA. He can be an artist. He can, you know, pop off his band. Yeah. We already know about him. He's on national TV. 
And you know, Miona, go go back to being an influencer. She's gorgeous. See, I don't know. And that's where, again, and I'm not being a hater. Don't get mad at me for saying this. I just think that if there wasn't enough money for them to be getting their lips plumped and their faces filled and they're truly... Is he still going to love her when she doesn't look the same? If she gains 30 pounds, if they they get married and she wouldn't even stay with him. She says if he lives in South Dakota. So that to me right there, it's not real love. So wait, are we going to are we going to decide who's going to make it and who isn't? Is this what we're doing on this episode today? Because I'm down. I'm down. OK, I'm down. I don't know. I don't know who's going to make it here. So Miona and Jabri. I think it's a wrap. I don't think that they're going to follow through with it. I think Mama Bear is coming out fierce. I think the mom and the dad have spoken. And I don't think he can deliver the things, the high, high, high expectations that she has for the relationship. So I think she's out. She don't see what's up. Yeah. Girl, we is broke. Relax, Miona. We is broke. We are in my mama's house. Don't be asking me for Chanel bags and... and Beverly Hills and, and Bentley's. We don't got it, girl. We don't got it. Right. Okay. So they're not, I don't think you don't think they're going to make it. But you know what, Carolina? I feel like they, I don't know. I don't feel like they're going to make it in a good way. Like fall mm. in love and have the fantasy, you know, fairy tale ending that we might want. Right. I, I agree with you. Okay. So if you guys are keeping tabs, Miona and Jabri, we apologize, but you guys aren't going to make it. Okay. Let's just, it's a wrap. So uh, the next ones. Thais and Pat. Pat and Thais? Yeah, yeah. What do you think of Pat and Thais? Ah, oh, this breaks my heart. I think he's going to do it. He's going to push. He's going he's gonna to make it work. He wants her really bad. I think that he is going to push to make it happen. Now, what about Bilal and Shaida? Oh, no. They are not playing. Oh, we got to give a background. We got to give the background. Okay, so Shaida, Sha- I think is her name, or Shaida. I don't know how to pronounce her name, and I apologize. Shaida, yeah. Shaida. She I is so. from Trinidad. She was a yoga instructor in Trinidad. Do you see yes. how excited I am about this? Do you see what you've done to me? This gives me life right now. I'm giving <laughs> these people stories like like they live next door. This show is a good show. So Bilal is a hardworking, I believe he works in real estate, has a previous relationship, two kids. Yeah. Smart, yeah. smart dude. Really good guy. Very, Muslim, very accomplished. Very yeah. accomplished. When I, the minute he took her to his house where he grew up, that was not, it, it was basically um, not up to her standards. I was like, oh, hell no. This girl is about to be out. Yeah, but that's kind of whack of him, Carolina. Like, why are you bringing me to this shitty house, like, to test me? Like, why are you doing that, bro? Like, you, we're already starting off on the wrong foot. You already think my intentions aren't real. You're bringing me to like your old house that's probably been abandoned for 25 years to see what I'm really all about. That's kind of whack on your part. Honey German. You don't think so? I never looked at it that way, but you're right. I I actually think that you have a point there. I don't know if that was the right move for him to make. I was only looking at it from the surface at what they showed us. And that's where I immediately began judging her. I thought she's materialistic. She's not. And, and by the way, he lives in a beautiful home. Gorgeous home. Come on, let's get, let's get shit started nicely. But it's like he went into it right away thinking she's a gold digger. And I feel like he... And I think that that set them off on the wrong foot. Of course it did. If he would have brought her to the regular house... Things would have started completely different, I believe. I can't disagree with you on it. And I'm not flip-flopping, but I i mean, you definitely changed my perspective. The thing that is going to be the deal breaker for these ones, guys, is the prenup. Now, if you've listened to Life in Spanglish before, you will know that we recommend that you have a prenup. I don't care if you're loaded. I don't care if you're poor. I don't care if you're middle class. You get married today. It is a contract. It's 
it's basically you protecting whatever you came into the relationship with. And she is so offended by that prenup. I want to bring you back a little bit, Carolina. It's crazy because I was reading an article earlier this week. Young Americans with no assets are signing prenups like crazy now. I read that same thing. Yes. They're protecting themselves against debt. Like, I don't want your debt. If you got $100,000 worth of debt, let's get this prenup because I don't want that shit. I wasn't out here splurging. Well, you went to school. I didn't. No, but also like, you know, if people, for example, you know, my brothers, they're doctors and they went to medical school and then they went, they had to specialize. So then they went to more school. You get married to somebody that goes to medical school or, you know, is a nurse, whatever, gets their master's. You're taking that debt on. You guys get divorced. They can come after you. So you're right. I did see that same article. So Bilal and Shaida. Do you think the prenup is going to be a deal breaker? I do. I think the prenup is where it all, I thought there was hope. And then the prenup was what really sealed it for me. I don't think they're going to be going anywhere, but I think she's going to go back home and he's about to stay put. And she looked like she was doing perfectly well at home. She's got a good support system. You know, she was already working. She's gorgeous. She doesn't look like she was struggling. So if she needs to go back home. By all means, go back home. Yeah, I think that she's like too much of an independent woman. Like, and I say that respectfully. Like, yeah. She is. And she's like, she's not a little kid. She's not a little kid. She's 37 years old, I think, or something. She'll be fine. Now, what about Emily and Kobe? Kobe's the guy from Cameroon. Oh, my God. The Come on, you guys. These two, they're a freaking disaster. They're a mess, man. I don't even know. That Emily. She's a mess, you guys. So Emily left her family to go to China. I believe she went to many different places. And then she ended up in China. Yeah, she was And traveling. then that's where she met. Is his name Kobe? The baby is Coben. Yeah, he's Kobe and the baby's Coben. Yes. Okay. So Emily is like this free spirit, this like loosey goosey, just like whatever, uh, and and goes off to all these different countries while her poor, hardworking parents are at home supporting her lifestyle, spoiling this girl that is so entitled. She gets pregnant. And comes back. On vacation. Right. Thank you. Details. Who gets pregnant on fucking vacation, bro? Like, don't you bring <laughs> don't you bring condoms and plan B's when you go on vacation? If you must. I mean, apparently she did not. Those did not make the cut. Her luggage weighed too much. She did not bring the condoms. She gets pregnant. Has this little boy. And the boy is adorable. Oh, oh, he is darling. Has this little boy. He's almost two. I think he's 18 months. She hasn't seen this guy in almost two years. The one rule that the mom and dad said, because they've been helping her raise this child without the father. Financially and, you know, in person, because they all live together. Correct. Now, I will say this. To me, it seems like Kobe's a great guy. They've maintained the relationship. It's not like, I don't feel like he's gone out on her. He seems like a nice guy. It seems like he's all in. He loves his baby. And I think, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. And then the mom and dad say, the only thing we do not want is for you to get pregnant again. And I don't blame them. Salio embarazada. Oh my gosh. Like that was the last episode. And by the way, I will say this. My husband always fronts like he doesn't like this show, but he, we were watching it in the living room and he's like, oh, I can't believe you're watching this again. And I was like, just, just let me live. So he's playing chess. He gets up to go and get like water or something. And not playing chess. What a difference. Oh, he plays chess on his iPad. So he gets up. And you over there watching 90 Day Fiance. How opposites attract, right? So he gets 
gets up to go and get water and he's like, wait, 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 wait. Is she pregnant? Wait, pause it. So everybody, I'm telling you, you will fall into the 90 day fiance trap. It's addictive. It's definitely addictive. But I do believe if we're going to go based off of the relationships, like, are they going to make it? I do think they will. I do. What I don't think is going to make it is her parents support. I think her parents are finally going to like just get fed up and be like, you guys deal with it. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina, did you see the episode when Kobe said you could train me to take over your company to her dad? I said, this man got some fucking balls, bro. Why would I train you to take over my company? But get you a job. And Emily, you too. You better get yourself a job. You know what it is? I think that it's just she is very spoiled. And I think that like they did her a disservice by not making her work hard and you know at least do something to contribute to the household because she's just out there breastfeeding that little boy all day messing with her man all day and getting pregnant all over again but i do think they're gonna make it she just has a lot of growing up to do but they can make it definitely you know i think that sometimes people get so enamored on vacation and that's where i come to the next one guillermo poor guillermo he's so cute what is that his name the the the, the dominican kid oh no guillermo yeah well he's venezuelan venezuela Via Dominican Republic, yeah. Exactly. And by the way, shout out to our Dominican family, man. You go ahead, honey. You take over because our Dominican family is like just totally supporting us. And we love you guys. But yes. Bruh, I would, Joe, Dominican Republic loves life in Spanglish. And we love you guys back. It's so crazy when I, I always pull numbers. I'm a numbers person, Carolina. I need to know I'm winning, okay? And that's what Not me, I trust you. (laughs) Everything straight across the board. I need to know. But shout out all of our Dominicans. But yeah, Guillermo had left Venezuela Went to Dominican Republic, and there he met Kara. Kara. Yeah, do you hear how we say Kara? Kara's different. Nah, I'm not here for it. I think Kara is too demanding. I think she's not going to let him live his own life. I do think that he has a point. So basically, there's a big age difference. and He is a child, Carolina. That is the problem. But he's adorable. He's so cute. But Kara too young to be a cougar. Like, what is the problem, girl? You could still get somebody in their late twenties. I just think that es un muchachito. Yeah. Ese muchacho no sabe lavar la nalga todavía, oh no, no sabe cómo limpiar la nalga. Um, no, I think that this young man is, and that's why I was saying it's like you go on vacation, you meet someone on vacation, you fall in love, and then it's like a lot of these people meet on vacation. A lot of these ninety day fiance people. I remember one of them was like a bartender at a resort and you know they do have a good success rate like from some of the other seasons but there's also like a really bad like uh, they, they don't they have a lot of breakups yeah mom met a lot of your demands over the years this mother's day get her the bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand in just 30 seconds have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails all at the touch of a button get 50 dollars off on the bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules so for all the times you made a mess get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all for all the times you begged for soda get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters for all the times you demanded tacos for dinner get her the bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 dollars off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 dollars off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand i'm Elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes 
I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Girls, some of this relationship's gone bad. I remember that one lady, Molly, she's like the she, she's like an older woman from really? like, um, Georgia. She had a horrible Dominican in her house. He was playing dembo, like the dembo music, loud as hell. What? See, he ended up like abandoning her. He but hated that's her bold. kids. He left. But you gotta watch Poor who Molly. you bring into your circle, you know. And that's the reason why I feel like this Guillermo and Cara, Cara, she is too overbearing. I think that she wants what she wants and she's going to be a dictator of sorts. And I think that it's going to get old after a while for him or she's going to have to change her ways or they won't last. But Bendito, I feel bad for him because he, he like already left his country and was like in a neighbor country. So it's like, where do you, and now his brother is sick. Like, where do you go back to? I know, I know. So yeah, I don't think it looks too good for those two. I think they are going to get married, but then I want to see at the reunion, which by the way, the reunion is always popping. They bring them back and then they get their hair and their makeup done and they look all good. But then you, you get the real deal. You get like whatever happened after the show. So I'm going with a note. What about you on Karen Guillermo? I don't know. I, I feel like Kara's going to soften up a little bit. And Guillermo is just a good kid. He's a sweet boy. I really hope this works out for him and he gets to stay with us here in America and make something big out of himself. He's got a good demeanor. And then what's the final one? Evie and Muhammad, the the guy from Egypt oh and the older lady. This guy. Yeah, this is tragic. So um, Eve, I think she has a young uh, boy, she has a little boy that has a um, I, 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 you know, I'm not. He's on the spectrum. I yeah, believe he's on she the says spectrum, on yeah. the show. Uh-huh. Yes, and so I don't know exactly what what's what he has. So 
She has a little boy. That's her responsibility. She says she has a great co-parenting relationship with her husband. And all of a sudden she meets Mohammed from Egypt. Is that right? Is that his name? That is his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Young guy. Fun thing. Mm-mm. No, I, I'm thumbs down on this dude because all he wants is his green card. And that's where the red flag goes up and the manipulation comes in. I don't know. I feel like he's putting forth who he is what he expects, what his upbringing is, what his religion is all about. And he's just like, listen, you knew who I was. You brought me here. He's just expressing, you know, the values and what he's expecting. So I don't know. I feel like she got caught up. She thought he was young. She thought he he, he was fine. She was going to bring him here. And maybe things were going to be different. Now, at this point, I think he's just like, yo, give me my papers and Let's just move on. I think you have a point there because um, we failed to tell you that Mohammed is Muslim. And before he came over, he made it very clear that he wanted her to follow his customs because that makes him feel comfortable. You're right, honey. He never made it a secret. He let her know what his expectations were. And now I think she's in it and she can't picture her life like that. And she's like, wait a minute. I want to be able to go out and have drinks with my girlfriends. Well, he frowns upon that because he doesn't want her to consume alcohol, which if you're in a relationship and you know what your significant other's religion, you know, is, is prohibited. If they prohibit it, then you got to respect that. Um, I do think that there's a lot, I don't think that they communicate well. I think that they are not connected. I think there's a language barrier, Caroline. I feel like when he speaks, I don't, I don't think they're connecting properly. Yeah. He is very serious. He's very stern. Yeah. He has expectations from her as a woman, not as an American woman, but as a woman that is wanting to marry a Muslim man. And I think that's where the, the disconnect is coming in. I think he's out. I think so too. I don't think that's what he wants for himself. And I don't think they're going to wait. There's, there's another one. There's another one missing. Um, we're missing the, is he from Ethiopia? Oh, B- B- Ar- Benny? Ariella and Bimini? Or yes, I, I, yes. Think, I don't know if that Bimini is an island in the Bahamas. I think his name is Benny or something like that. He is so yeah, Benny, sweet. I think the oh my he is gosh, so sweet. Bless He's his heart. He's a nutcase, but he is amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're acting like we know these people. So Benny and Ari, Ari. Oh wait, no, what's her name? Ariella. Ariella, yeah. And they call her Ari. Yeah, they call her Ari. Yeah. I believe they met and then they have a son together, but she's still messing like best friends with her ex-husband. He's still coming in. It's like a very weird, weird. it is complicated, but I'm so proud of him because he came to America and this is like the first time I've seen on this show, somebody other than Paola wanted to be a model in Miami. But this guy is fighting UFC fights like off the rip before they even got mad. I feel like, are they married? I don't know if they're married, but he came here. And before he even like got a full-blown house, this man is already in the ring pursuing his dreams. So big shout out to him on that one. I hope these two make it. They have a beautiful little baby boy. Oh my gosh, that baby is so yummy. He is a cute little guy, but his sisters, La Odiang, they hate her. They are... They're ready to pounce. I mean, they almost got in a fight. One of them threw something in her face. I mean, it was wild, you guys. If you think Housewives is good, by the way, we're not getting paid for this. This is not like an endorsement of 90 Day Fiance because some people might think like, oh, they're getting paid to do a whole episode to do this. We don't do that shit. This is. They know my addiction is runs deep. Exactly. Um, Nah, but with those two, it's just, it's weird. The family issue, I hate. The fact that, you know, she's 
her sisters and they can't get along. That would be a red flag for me. I wouldn't enter into a marriage where my fiance already hates my family. And my family hates her. That's a red flag on that relationship. But I think they're going to stay together. And I think she stuck it to them. Oh, word. You want to throw a drink in my face? I'm going to take your nephew. I'm going to take your brother. And y'all motherfuckers don't got no papers. So y'all never going to see them again. Go ahead. Keep she disrespecting did. me. Yeah. And that's what she did. Nice and quiet as she is. Try me. She Try me. Them. Exactly. Well, here's the thing. I feel like if you guys want to get on, you have time because oh, the, the reunion is about to come up. Or not, not I think like the, the season's about to end and then you can watch the reunion. You can catch up on all of this. But the one thing that I will say is just like there are many, many people who get enamored. WhatsApp sometimes, I always say WhatsApp is a trap because that's what I used to say to my old nanny. Because sometimes, you know, People reach out to you or they holler at you and you think like, oh, maybe, maybe we could do this long distance. I think there are so many red flags where people just don't understand what it takes to have a real relationship. And that's why it's before the 90 days, they look at the relationship, then during the 90 days and they're all, let's, let's keep it real. Everybody's trying to get that K-1 visa, period, period. Now, Carolina, what do you think, what do you think it is about finding someone in a different country when there's millions of Americans right here? that you could pick, pick from. Why do you think, like even online, is it a, a manipulation thing? Is it I'm superior to you because I'm in America or I can provide for you? Like, it's just, I always wonder. I'm like, if you're here, why as a female, right? Why would I fall in love with a man, let's say in Ecuador, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to go see him over there. I got to send money if his family doesn't have, I have to bring him here. When he comes here, I have to wait. I have to support him. He can't work. Like why I'm not just going to find a motherfucker on right here? Two blocks down. Well, I can't disagree with you. It's like, te va a complicar la vida. Yes. Mas, you know, like, it's like, and then you're going to, you're going to add travel. You're going to add, it you know, like you said, work. family dynamics. You're going to add supporting somebody because when they get to this country, they can't even get a job. You can't even tell them, go get a job because they can't, like they're legally not allowed to. So I believe it's a lot of work. I believe it comes down to, and I say this not in a negative or nasty way. I think it comes down to insecurity. I think a lot of these people think that maybe they, they're they not worthy of love or that they wouldn't find somebody that could love them the way that they believe they should be loved. So they look for that person who maybe needs them, who looks to them for the support, who looks to them for the guidance. And I think that's been displayed in a lot of these relationships. Like if going back to last season, if you're going to talk about it, the one from Panama, uh, Gino and Jasmine, Gino was a guy who could not pull any kind of tale here. I'm sorry. Well, there was no way. Well, there was definitely something off about Gino. I won't get into yes. it. Yes. That woman was out of his league like 10 times over. Like, But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So it's like you're looking for someone. So what happens then? She looks to him for the support when when he get when she gets here. She's gonna run things because she's that dynamic personality, you know. So I think that it's a little bit of both. I'm that bad bitch that you can't pull here in America. You better pay for my titty to get it done. I mean that that woman. I'm telling you, she had more work done. There's a lot of oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of dating out of your league in 90 Day Fiance. I could tell you that much for sure. There's a lot of dating out of your league. There's a lot of older women. Looking for young, fit, and very attractive men mm-hmm. out of your league. And there's a lot of 
unattractive and awkward men That's looking it. for gorgeous women. That's it. And that makes the combination. And that is why I stay up late on Sunday nights and I'm tired as hell on Monday morning because I just can't stop watching the train wreck. So tell us what you guys Eight think. to ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eight to ten on TLC. Watch it if you have cable. If you don't, it's on Discovery Plus. Um, Carolina, I got Discovery Plus just so I can watch all the other spinoffs. Me and you should be on that show in the bed watching and doing the recap. Girl, it would be a mess, but I would love it. That is a goal now. Do you know that is now I'm adding that to my goal. I'm going to manifest it. I would love for them to have us. I love Sunny, the the woman who does the uh, reunions, but I think they need a good old life and Spanglish, uh, you know, sidebar. We could be the sidebar. Girl, I don't know. I don't really love her. I feel like they'd be stepping all over her. I feel like she could bring a little more spice to these reunions. Oh, no. Her name is Sean, right? Is it Sean or Sonny? I think, it's Sean, I think. Sean is the one that well, runs Sean, the... Well, um, Sean, we should the, take Sean's the, job because I feel like me and you would be more spicy, more colorful, and definitely whip these people into shape when they start trying to get out of line. Here for it. Well, if you guys watch 90 Day Fiance, we want to hear your feedback. So hit us up. Make sure you let us know who's your favorite couple. Do you disagree with us? Do you think some of the couples are going to make it that we said wouldn't? Okay, we'll fight you. Make sure you hit us up. I'm at at the real Carolina on Instagram. Hit me on a gram. I am Honey German. And make sure you guys like and subscribe wherever you consume your podcast so that every week you get that reminder. New episode has dropped. That's every single Friday. Peace out. Have a good one, guys. Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.